chapter ten part one of smoke blue by jack london this librivox recording is in the public domain a flutter in eggs it was in the a c company's big store at dawson on a morning of crisp frost that lucille errol beckoned smoke blue over to the dry goods counter the clerk had gone on an expedition into the storerooms and despite the huge red-hot stoves lucile had drawn on her mittens again smoke obeyed her call with alacrity the man did not exist in dawson who would not have been flattered by the notice of lucile errol the singing soubrette of the tiny stock company that performed nightly at the palace opera house things are dead she complained with pretty petulance as soon as they had shaken hands there hasn't been a stampede for a week that masked ball skiff mitchell was going to give us has been postponed there's no dust in circulation there's always standing room now at the opera house and there hasn't been a mail from the outside for two whole weeks in short this burg has crawled into its cave and gone to sleep we've got to do something it needs livening and you and i can do it we can give it excitement if anybody can i've broken with wild water you know smoke caught two almost simultaneous visions one was of joy gastel the other was of himself in the midst of a bleak snow-stretch under a cold arctic moon being pot-shotted with accurateness and dispatch by the aforesaid wild water smoke's reluctance at raising excitement with the aid of lucille errol was too patent for her to miss i'm not thinking what you are thinking at all thank you she chided with a laugh and a pout when i throw myself at your head you'll have to have more eyes and better ones than you have now to see me men have died of heart disease at the sudden announcement of good fortune he murmured in the unveracious gladness of relief liar she retorted graciously you were more scared to death than anything else now take it from me mr smoke baloo i'm not going to make love to you and if you dare to make love to me wildwater will take care of your case you know him besides i-i haven't really broken with him go on with your puzzles he jeered maybe i can start guessing what you're driving at after a while there's no guessing smoke i'll give it to you straight wildwater thinks i've broken with him don't you see well have you or haven't you i haven't there it's between you and me in confidence he thinks i have i made a noise like breaking with him and he deserved it too where do i come in stalking horse or fall guy neither you make a pot of money we put across the laugh on wild water and cheer dawson up and best of all and the reason for it all he gets disciplined he needs it he's well the best way to put it is 
he's too turbulent just because he's a big husky because he owns more rich claims than he can keep count of and because he's engaged to the prettiest little woman in alaska smoke interpolated yes and because of that too thank you is no reason for him to get riotous he broke out last night again sewed the floor of the m and m with gold dust all of a thousand dollars just opened his poke and scattered it under the feet of the dancers you've heard of it of course yes this morning i'd like to be the sweeper in that establishment but still i don't get you where do i come in listen he was too turbulent i broke our engagement and he's going around making a noise like a broken heart now we come to it i like eggs they're off smoke cried in despair which way which way wait but what have eggs and appetite got to do with it he demanded everything if you'll only listen listening listening he chanted then for heaven's sake listen i like eggs there's only a limited supply of eggs in dawson sure i know that too slavovich's restaurant has most of them ham and one egg three dollars ham and two eggs five dollars that means two dollars an egg retail and only the swells and the arrows and the wild waters can afford them he likes eggs too she continued but that's not the point i like them i've breakfast every morning at eleven o'clock at slavovich's i invariably eat two eggs she paused impressively suppose just suppose somebody corners eggs she waited and smoke regarded her with admiring eyes while in his heart he backed with approval wild water's choice of her you're not following she said go on he replied i give up what's the answer stupid you know wild water when he sees i'm languishing for eggs and i know his mind like a book and i know how to languish what will he do you answer it go on while he'll just start stampeding for the man that's got the corner in eggs he'll buy the corner no matter what it costs picture i come into slavovich's at eleven o'clock wild water will be at the next table he'll make it his business to be there two eggs shirred i'll say to the waiter sorry miss errol the waiter will say they ain't no more eggs then up speaks wild water in that big bare voice of his waiter six eggs soft boiled and the waiter says yes sir and the eggs are brought picture wild water looks sideways at me and i look like a particularly indignant icicle and summon the waiter sorry miss errol he says but them eggs is mr wildwater's you see miss he owns em picture wildwater triumphant doing his best to look unconscious while he eats his six eggs another picture slavovich himself bringing two shirred eggs to me and saying compliments of mr wildwater miss what can i do what can i possibly do but smile at wild water and then we make up of course 
and he'll consider it cheap if he has been compelled to pay ten dollars for each and every egg in the corner go on go on smoke urged at what station do i climb on to the choo-choo cars or at what water tank do i get thrown off ninny you don't get thrown off you ride the egg train straight into the union depot you make that corner in eggs you start in immediately to-day you can buy every egg in dawson for three dollars and sell out to wild water at almost any advance and then afterward we'll let the inside history come out the laugh will be on wild water his turbulence will be some subdued you and i share the glory of it you make a pile of money and dawson wakes up with a grand ha ha of course if if you think the speculation too risky i'll put up the dust for the corner this last was too much for smoke being only a mere mortal western man with queer obsessions about money and women he declined with scorn the proffer of her dust hey shorty smoke called across the main street to his partner who was trudging along in his swift slack jointed way a naked bottle with frozen contents conspicuously tucked under his arm smoke crossed over where have you been all morning been looking for you everywhere up to docks shorty answered holding out the bottle something's wrong with sally i seen last night at feedin time the hair on her tail and flanks was fallen out the doc says never mind that smoke broke in impatiently what i want what's eatin you shorty demanded in indignant astonishment and sally gettin naked bald in this crimpy weather i tell you that dog's sick doc says let sally wait listen to me i tell you she can't wait it's cruelty to animals she'll be frostbit what are you in such a fever about anyway has that monte cristo strike proved up i don't know shorty but i want you to do me a favour sure shorty said gallantly immediately appeased and acquiescent what is it let her rip me for you i want you to buy eggs for me sure and floridy water and talcum powder if you say the word and poor sally sheddin something scandalous look here smoke if you want to go in for high livin you go and buy your own eggs beans and bacon's good enough for me i am going to buy but i want you to help me to buy now shut up shorty i've got the floor you go right straight to slavovich's pay as high as three dollars but buy all he's got three dollars shorty groaned and i heard tell only yesterday that he's got all of seven hundred in stock twenty one hundred dollars for hen fruit say smoke i tell you what you run right up and see the doc he'll tend to your case and he'll only charge you an ounce for the first prescription so long i gotta be pullin my freight he started off but smoke caught his partner by the shoulder arresting his progress and whirling him around smoke i'd sure do anything for you shorty protested earnestly if you had a cold in the head and was lying with both arms broke i'd set by your bedside day and night and wipe your nose for you but i'll be everlastingly damned if i'll squander twenty-one hundred good iron dollars on hen-fruit for you or any other two-legged man they're not your dollars but mine shorty it's a deal i have on 
what i'm after is to corner every blessed egg in dawson in the klondike on the yukon you've got to help me out i haven't the time to tell you of the inwardness of the deal i will afterward and let you go half on it if you want to but the thing right now is to get the eggs now you hustle up to slavovich's and bile all he's got but what'll i tell him he'll sure know i ain't going to eat em tell him nothing money talks he sells them cooked for two dollars off him up to three for them uncooked if he gets curious tell him you're starting a chicken ranch what i want is the eggs and then keep on nose out every egg in dawson and buy it understand buy it that little joint across the street from slavovich's has a few buy them i'm going over to klondike city there's an old man there with a bad leg who's broken who has six dozen he's held them all winter for the rise intending to get enough out of them to pay his passage back to seattle i'll see he gets his passage and i'll get the eggs now hustle and they say that little woman down beyond the sawmill who makes moccasins has a couple of dozen all right if you say so smoke but slavovich seems the main squeeze i'll just get an iron-bound option black and white and gather in the scattering first all right hustle and i'll tell you the scheme to-night but shorty flourished the bottle i'm going to doctor up sally first the eggs can wait that long if they ain't all eaten they won't be eaten while i'm taking care of a poor sick dog that saved your life and mine more'n once never was a market cornered more quickly in three days every known egg in dawson with the exception of several dozen was in the hands of smoke and shorty smoke had been more liberal in purchasing he unblushingly pleaded guilty to having given the old man in klondike city five dollars apiece for his seventy-two eggs shorty had brought most of the eggs and he had driven bargains he had given only two dollars an egg to the woman who made moccasins and he prided himself that he had come off fairly well with slavovich whose seven hundred and fifteen eggs he had bought at a flat rate of two dollars and a half on the other hand he grumbled because the little restaurant across the street had held him up for two dollars and seventy-five cents for a paltry hundred and thirty-four eggs the several dozen not yet gathered in were in the hands of two persons one with whom shorty was dealing was an indian woman who lived in a cabin on the hill back of the hospital i'll get her to-day shorty announced next morning you wash the dishes smoke i'll be back in a jiffy if i don't bust myself for shovin' dust at her give me a man to deal with every time these blame women it's something sad the way they can hold out on a buyer the only way to get em is sellin why you'd think them eggs of hern was solid nuggets in the afternoon when smoke returned to the cabin he found shorty squatted on the floor rubbing ointment into sally's tail his countenance so expressionless that it was suspicious what luck shorty asked carelessly after several minutes had passed nothing doing smoke answered how did you get on with the squaw shorty cocked his head triumphantly toward a tin pail of eggs on the table seven dollars a clatter though he confessed after another minute of silent rubbing i offered ten dollars finally smoke said and then the fellow told me he'd already sold his eggs now that looks bad shorty somebody else is in the market those twenty-eight eggs are liable to cause us trouble you see the success of the corner consists in holding every last he broke off to stare at his partner a pronounced change was coming over shorty one of agitation masked by extreme deliberation 
he closed the salve box wiped his hand slowly and thoroughly on sally's furry coat stood up went over to the corner looked at the thermometer and came back again he spoke in a low toneless and super polite voice do you mind kindly just repeating over how many eggs you said that man didn't sell to you he asked twenty-eight hung shorty communed to himself with a slight duck of the head of careless acknowledgment then he glanced with slumbering anger at the stove smoke we'll have to dig up a new stove that firebox has burned plumb into the oven so it blacks the biscuits let the firebox alone smoke commanded and tell me what's the matter matter and you want to know what's the matter well kindly please direct them handsome eyes of yourn at that there pail settin on the table see it smoke nodded well i want to tell you one thing just one thing they's just exactly precisely nor nothing more or anything less'n twenty-eight eggs in the pail and they cost every danged last one of them just exactly seven great big round iron dollars of throw if you stand in crying need of any further items of information i'm willin and free to impart go on smoke requested well that geezer you was dickerin with is a big buck indian am i right smoke nodded and continued to nod to each question he's got one cheek half gone where a bald-faced grizzly swatted him am i right he's a dog trader right eh his name is scarface jim that's so ain't it do you get my drift you mean we've been bidding against each other sure thing that squaws his wife and they keep house on the hill back of the hospital i could a got them eggs for two a throw if you hadn't butted in and so could i smoke laughed if you'd kept out blame you but it doesn't amount to anything we know that we've got the corner that's the big thing shorty spent the next hour resting with a stub of a pencil on the margin of a three-year-old newspaper and the more interminable and hieroglyphic grew his figures the more cheerful he became there she stands he said at last pretty i guess yes let me give you the totals you and me has right now in our possession exactly nine hundred and seventy-three eggs they cost us exactly two thousand seven hundred and sixty dollars reckoning dust at sixteen an ounce and not countin' time and now listen to me if we stick up wild water for ten dollars an egg we stand to win clean net and all to the good just exactly six thousand nine hundred and seventy dollars now that's a bookmakin what is if anybody should ride up on a dog sled and ask you and i'm in half on it put her there smoke i'm that thankful i'm sure droolin gratitude bookmakin say i'd sooner run with the chicks than the ponies any day at eleven that night smoke was routed from sound sleep by shorty whose fur parker exhaled an atmosphere of keen frost and whose hand was extremely cold in its contact with smoke's cheek what is it now smoke grumbled rest of sally's hair fallen out no but i just had to tell you the good news i seen slavovich or slavovich seen me i guess because he started the seance he says to me shorty i want to speak to you about them eggs i've kept it quiet nobody knows i sold em to you but if you're speculatin i can put you wise to a good thing and he did too smoke now what do you guess that good thing is go on name it well maybe it sounds incredible but that good thing was wild water charlie he's lookin to buy eggs he goes around to slavovich and offers him five dollars an egg and before he quits he's offerin eight and slavovich ain't got no eggs 
last thing wild water says to slavovitch is that he'll beat the head off in him if he ever finds out slavovitch has eggs cached away somewheres slavovitch had to tell him he'd sold the eggs but that the buyer was secret slavovitch says to let him say the word to wild water who's got the eggs shorty he says to me wild water'll come a-runnin you can hold him up for eight dollars eight dollars your grandmother i says he'll fall for ten before i'm done with him anyway i told slavovitch i'd think it over and let him know in the morning of course we'll let him pass the word on to wild water am i right you certainly are shorty first thing in the morning tip off slavovitch have him tell wild water that you and i are partners in the deal five minutes later smoke was again aroused by shorty say smoke oh smoke yes not a cent less than ten a throw do you get that sure thing all right smoke returned sleepily in the morning smoke chanced upon lucille Arl again at the dry-goods counter of the a c store it's working he jubilated it's working wild water's been around to slavovitch trying to buy or bully eggs out of him and by this time slavovitch has told him that shorty and i own the corner lucille arles eyes sparkled with delight i'm going to breakfast right now she cried and i'll ask the waiter for eggs and be so plaintive when there aren't any as to melt a heart of stone and you know wild water's been around to slavovitch trying to buy the corner if it costs him one of his mines i know him and hold out for a stiff figure nothing less than ten dollars will satisfy me and if you sell for anything less smoke i'll never forgive you that noon up in their cabin shorty placed on the table a pot of beans a pot of coffee a pan of sourdough biscuits a tin of butter and a tin of condensed cream a smoking platter of moose meat and bacon a plate of stewed dried peaches and called grubs ready take a slant at sally first smoke put aside the harness on which he was sewing opened the door and saw sally and bright spiritedly driving away a bunch of foraging sled dogs that belonged to the next cabin also he saw something else that made him close the door hurriedly and dash to the stove the frying-pan still hot from the moose meat and bacon he put back on the front lid into the frying-pan he put a generous dab of butter then reached for an egg which he broke and dropped spluttering into the pan as he reached for a second egg shorty gained his sight and clutched his arm in an excited grip hey what you doin he demanded frying eggs smoke informed him breaking the second one and throwing off shorty's detaining hand what's the matter with your eyesight did you think i was combing my hair don't you feel well shorty queried anxiously as smoke broke a third egg and dexterously thrust him back with a stiff arm jolt on the breast or are you just plain loco that's thirty dollars worth of eggs already and i'm going to make it sixty dollars worth was the answer as smoke broke the fourth get out of the way shorty wild water's coming up the hill and he'll be here in five minutes shorty sighed vastly with commingled comprehension and relief and sat down at the table by the time the expected knock came at the door smoke was facing him across the table and before each was a plate containing three hot fried eggs come in smoke called wild water charlie a strapping young giant just a fraction of an inch under six feet in height and carrying a clean weight of one hundred and ninety pounds entered and shook hands set down and have a bite wild water shorty invited 
smoke fry him some eggs i'll bet he ain't scoffed an egg in a coon's age smoke broke three more eggs into the hot pan and in several minutes placed them before his guest who looked at them with so strange and strained an expression that shorty confessed afterward his fear that wild water would slip them into his pocket and carry them away say them swells down in the states ain't got nothing over us in the matter of eats shorty gloated here's you and me and smoke gettin outside ninety dollars worth of eggs and not battin an eye while water stared at the rapidly disappearing eggs and seemed petrified pitch in and eat smoke encouraged they they ain't worth no ten dollars while water said slowly shorty accepted the challenge a thing's worth what you can get for it ain't it he demanded yes but but nothing i'm telling you what we can get for em end of chapter ten part one